Welcome into the Rebound Rundown. Today is Thursday, February 16th, 2023. I'm your host, Paul Fritschner, and this is produced by Chatterbox Sports. This is your Daily Digest college basketball show where you can get your info on Cincinnati area college hoops every Monday through Friday in short episodes. Number 16 Xavier suffered their second straight loss in crushing fashion, losing 69-68 to 11th-ranked Marquette in Milwaukee. Desmond Claude did not make the trip due to a non-COVID illness, and Cam Kraft was unavailable with a knee injury. Without Fremantle or Claude, the Musketeers were essentially just relying on their starting lineup. Xavier dominated much of the game, including taking a 13-point lead early in the first half. Marquette fought back, and the teams traded leads through the latter stages of the second half. Still, it always felt like Xavier had an answer. Then, with Xavier up three entering the final minute of the game, the Musketeers had multiple chances to close the game and couldn't hang on. Two costly turnovers gave Marquette a one-point lead, but Jack Nungy got a clean look for an easy layup to put Xavier up one with about 10 seconds left. Then, just like the Butler game last Friday, Marquette responded, going the length of the court and getting a tip-in on a rebound with less than two seconds left. Xavier's shot at the buzzer did not fall, and Xavier lost. The story for X was the turnovers and the rebounding. Marquette grabbed 15 offensive rebounds, and Xavier turned the ball over 17 times. Sule Boom led all scorers with 24 points, but he did have seven turnovers as well. This doesn't completely knock Xavier out of the Big East title race, but it makes it a much more difficult uphill climb. Sounds like Cam Kraft will be out a few weeks, while Desmond Claude did not get a timetable on his return, but there is some hope that he shouldn't be out too long. Cincinnati also took a brutal loss on Wednesday night. The Bearcats were up 16 over East Carolina with just over 10.06 to go in the game, but the Pirates came roaring back to win the game by 4, 75-71. ECU closed the game on a 29-9 run, with Cincinnati hitting just one of their final 10 shots from the floor. This is right up there with NKU for UC's worst loss of the season given the circumstances. The Pirates are only one spot better than NKU on Ken Palm. Similar to the Xavier game, East Carolina grabbed 19 offensive rebounds and scored 17 second-chance points. Landers Nolly led UC with 19 points on 7 of 19 shooting, including 1 for 8 from 3. Next up for UC is a tough road game at UCF, and the Bearcats need Victor Locken back ASAP. While we're doing the string of tough defeats, how about this one? Louisville had their own heartbreaker last night, if you can believe that. They had the number 7 team in the country, Virginia, very much on the ropes at the Yum Center, but UVA did just enough to get the 61-58 win. Virginia was up by 8 with just under 4 to play, but couldn't convert from the line to fully seal the game. Instead, they allowed the Cardinals to have a chance. And Louisville did. They had a chance to tie the game with a 3 as time was winding down, but it missed, and the Cavaliers went on to win. Al Ellis had 21 to lead Louisville. The only team that didn't get their heart broken last night, even though they tried their hardest to give the game away, was Kentucky. The Wildcats got a much-needed 71-68 quad one win over Mississippi State in Starkville. Kentucky only led by one at the half and had as big as a 13-point lead with 8.33 to go in the game, but the Bulldogs fought till the end, and the Wildcats were able to put it away at the free-throw line. 
Four Kentucky players scored in double figures, including Oscar Shibwe with 18, Jacob Toppin with 16, Antonio Reeves with 14, and Chris Livingston with 13. This puts Kentucky right on the cut line for the NCAA tournament. As of Wednesday afternoon, Kentucky was the first team out of the field according to Bracket Matrix. They seemingly control their own destiny with four quad one games left, including their next three. And just a side note there, if you don't know Bracket Matrix, you can just go to bracketmatrix.com. It's a website that aggregates all of the main bracketologists into one place and gives you an average seed based on all those bracketologists and their latest updates to their brackets. So you want to know where your team is, where they stand, where they are for March Madness, bracketmatrix.com. Taking a look around the country last night, number 10 Tennessee snapped their two-game losing streak and got a great win over number one Alabama, 68-59, handing Alabama their first SEC loss of the season. Georgia Tech beat Virginia Tech by seven, damaging any very slim at-large hopes the Hokies may have had. Number 19 Iowa State beat number 22 TCU, 70-59, and in a thriller, Northwestern stayed hot, beating number 14 Indiana 64-62. to It looks like the Wildcats are going to be dancing. And as I am recording this literally just now, San Diego State, number 21 team in the country, beat Fresno State 45-43. to As I was reading that off about Northwestern and Indiana, Fresno State's game-winning three-point attempt banged off the back of the rim. Bulldogs lose. Aztecs win. Number 21, San Diego State, survives at Fresno State. Tonight, number three, Purdue, is at Maryland. Number two, Houston, is at SMU. And Ohio State is at Iowa. Number four, UCLA. Number eight, Arizona. And number 17, St. Mary's, are all also in action as significant favorites in some late-night West Coast games. I fell for the bait with Paul's pick of the day presented by Betfred Sportsbook, but I can't be too mad about it given how well Alabama has treated us so far this season. The Volunteers, they covered, and Paul's pick of the day was a loser. Looking to get back on track tonight, and I'll do it by taking Purdue minus one and a half on the road at Maryland. I know it's on the road, but I think this is a good bounce back spot for Purdue after that brutal loss to Northwestern on Sunday. Also, this is not Paul's official pick of the day, but it is a UCLA under day. If you listen to Chatterbox Sports, you know Reed Mouse and I talk a lot about the UCLA unders. It's more of a system play for the two of us. UCLA plays tonight. That means there's an under involved. You can just take the game under for UCLA. That'll do it for today's Rebound Rundown. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your Thursday, and I'll talk to you tomorrow with a weekend preview.